Good morning and welcome to the Free Range GG. It's Michelle Barraza, your host. So join me this morning as I work through some of my morning tasks involved in habit bundling. And then stay with me while I work on uh, testing out a new recipe for sourdough discard pancakes. So as you know, part of my morning routine is first I get up and I make the bed. That's been done already. Second is to start working on my coffee. Um, to reduce plastic, I purchased a stainless steel French press that I heat up on the stove. Delicious coffee. You can just see the oil from the coffee beans rise to the top and you know it's really, really good. So right now I'm working on starting up my coffee. I have already unloaded and reloaded the dishwasher with a few dishes that didn't fit last night. Um, or we use them to eat dessert after dinner. Um, so, got that done. Now I'm working on cleaning up a cast iron skillet that we used to make steaks last night. And then I'm about to work on those pancakes. So apparently it's a five minute recipe. So I'm pretty excited to try it. Should be pretty good. And because I've got a lot of discard um, and the recipe seems to be pretty uh, big, like serves a lot. So I offered to bring in some pancakes for my coworkers today to see if they enjoy it. Could be part of the lineup of what I end up offering eventually. So I was thinking about this uh, cast iron skillet. Figured I would share a little bit about that. So I know a lot of people are scared to use cast iron because it's not something you can just throw in the dishwasher and there's all kind of myths and rumors about um, how to care for cast iron. And I'm going to share what's worked for me and it worked for my mom all the way back into the 80s. So regardless of what anybody tells you, this method will work. So what are some of the benefits of cast iron? Well, first, it has iron, and so the cool part as you're thinking about potential anemia where you don't have enough iron in your blood, cast irons can solve that because when you cook your food in cast iron, it actually releases some of the iron into your food, and so that's a, that's a bonus. Secondly, it's naturally non-stick because it's seasoned. Um, and the way that I prep mine and, and actually clean it makes it naturally non-stick. So you don't have to worry about any uh, Teflon getting in your food, any plastics getting in your food, which is uh, obviously ideal because we had just talked about the other day how microplastics um, have gotten into our system and they create havoc. Uh, there's some... One second, I'm grabbing my coffee grounds. There's some data that connects microplastics to uh, fat cell production and expansion, which then leads to heart disease, diabetes, and you know any number of issues that you might experience uh, connected to the, the negative impact that those microplastics have on your body. So back to the point, so this uh, cast iron that I'm working with, 
super easy to maintain. So when I bought my cast irons, I got them pre-seasoned uh, because candidly, I don't know how to take it from just the, the actual cast iron and get it seasoned. But once you own it, um, it's easy to maintain. So first, here's how, again, the method that's worked for me for decades. So you go ahead and hand wash your cast iron skillet. I put soap in mine uh, to get the, the crumbs off, etc. And then once it is cleaned and you have all the crumbs and whatnot off of it, then you rinse it off really well. And then you put it on the eye of your stove. What I do is I let all of the water dry off of the skillet. So I set it on high and then I just let it go until all the water is gone. From there, once I know all the water has been baked off of the cast iron, both top, bottom, and sides, then what I'll do is, and you can hear it crackling because it's drying on the stove, then I will get some type of oil. I like to use um, olive oil to season my cast iron, but uh, right now I'm really low on olive oil, so I'm just going to use vegetable oil. Excuse me, crackling. There's some water on the bottom of it. But the idea is you want to get all the water off. So you heat it up so high that the water comes off of the cast iron. And then again, um, you pour oil in it. And I used to use a paper towel. Now I just use a kitchen towel um, to lightly scrape off the extra oil. But uh, that's what you do. So I'm, I've already finished washing it. And now I'm just waiting a few minutes for the water to dissolve so that I can put my oil in. So basically, yeah, you just oil the pan. And when I oil mine, I oil the bottom, the sides, the handles. And I don't really put a lot of soap on the bottom of the pan. So that's, that doesn't have an effect. I don't have to oil the bottom. But it's basically just a cooking surface. And then the sides and the handle. So, in this little time that I've been talking, my cast iron has completely dried. So, I'll put just a little dribble of olive, I mean of uh, vegetable oil this morning in it. And then I'll swirl it around with my rag and just make sure I wipe down all of the surfaces so that it is good in oil. And that's it. So, the cast iron is ready to be used for whenever we cook with it again, which is nearly on a daily basis. So I'm gonna go take my rag, throw it in the dirty clothes, and then we're gonna work on these sourdough discard pancakes. So supposedly the recipe says it takes five minutes. So prep time is five and total is five. So here's what it says do. It says you need two cups, so 10 ounces of all purpose flour about two cups spooned and leveled so let me get my let me get my all-purpose flour there we go this is organic unbleached all-purpose flour that I'll be using then I need a cup of sourdough discard so let me pull these girls over here and work on the discard Let 
let's see. Okay. Okay, I think this size will work. I need a teaspoon of baking soda. I need two teaspoons baking powder. Okay, I have all that. So, baking powder. Looking for one that's been opened. That is opened. Baking soda. I have it here, I know. It says sugar, and I use this uh, organic, unrefined cane sugar. Uh, milk, two large eggs, some oil, and salt. Okay? So I'm going to end up using my vegetable oil this morning again. It calls for canola oil, but I've read, I've read some things about canola oil that I don't necessarily like. Not that I have a problem with canola oil, but... I just choose not to use that. Okay, so let's see. I just want to make sure I have all my ingredients out. And salt, okay. So for me, I do not have a diagnosis of ADHD. It does run in my family. And one of the things that happens to me is that I often forget ingredients when I'm cooking something from a recipe. So what I'm gonna do now is uh, just separate everything into its own uh, bowl or container. And this way I know I have what I need for the recipe. And I can eyeball it and say, okay, wait, that goes in there somewhere, so it slows me down a bit. So, let's see, so we two cups of this all-purpose flour. And yes, yeah, so three cups of flour base is Seems to be a lot, which is a, I thought. Well, let me let me just share, and then hope maybe again. Hopefully, I kind of leave leave it all up to the universe at this point. But maybe somebody will taste it. It's delicious, and then they say, you know, make me some more, and then they may put in an order for it. That's not the ultimate goal, but it has happened before, so it can happen. All right, so I'm gonna get my sourdough discard and go ahead and throw that in this cup measure. And I have a whole bunch of discard. When I first got started, I was a little um, enthusiastic and I just started up one starter after the next starter after the next starter because I didn't want to discard it. And I guess it turned out because I have a whole entire cup that I have to get rid of this morning. Plus some, so we just refill in the jar to let it soak. Okay, so then we've got three tablespoons. Okay, so then it's one teaspoon baking soda. So again, I will, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just fast forward on the recipe and see if I combine. Yeah, it says combine them all together. So I'm gonna get a small bowl and put my baking soda, baking powder, and sugar together. So that's going to all go together. Okay, and it says one teaspoon baking soda. Okay, so where's my teaspoon? There we go. All right, got my one teaspoon baking soda. So 
says two teaspoons baking powder, okay. using a half teaspoon measure, so I'm having to put four dollops in there. And when you measure out solid ingredients, it's supposed to be a flat measure. Okay, then 14 ounces of milk, and because I know that this is all going to go together, what I'll do is I will throw that into my sourdough discard bowl. Um, one and three quarter cups. So you probably know this, but who knows? I'm gonna share it with me because I didn't, uh, actually took whole neck in high school and uh, I learned, my mom used to, my mom used to uh, cook by feel and she did bake some, but she was primarily more uh, stovetop cook. So I learned a lot through the home ec class that I took and one of the lessons they talk about is that you need two different types of measuring cups. One is for solid, and they said that was one and three quarter. One was for solid and one is liquid. And um, then when you measure out solid, it needs to be a flat measure. So I've got my milk and my sourdough discard, two large eggs, two tablespoons canola oil. And again, I wanna do vegetable oil. I actually, you know what? I think I'm gonna do sunflower oil because I know it's light. And because, I, um, because I'm sharing this, I wanna make sure it doesn't have any kind of rancid taste to it like a vegetable oil would. So we're gonna do two tablespoons canola, okay? Can do. And then I'll get one more bowl because my starter bowl is kind of small and it's full now that I put the milk in there. So I am going to put the sunflower oil so two tablespoons, you rinse that spoon. Okay, one and two, and then two eggs. Did I get my salt? No, I haven't done my salt yet either. Okay, so two eggs, let me throw my eggs in there. Uh, the other tip that I've I've read, so I use all the time now, is when you're cooking with shelled eggs, um, meaning they're fresh, make sure that you break them into a separate container. So I just use a cup, and that way I can check for any um, shells before it goes into my recipe. So that was one, and then my shells are gonna go into my compost bucket so that I can compost. I also read the sourdough discard can go into compost because it's got some really useful and helpful bacteria that's good for the compost, so that works out. Okay, so now it says on the ingredients, I'm salt is the one thing I'm missing. So one teaspoon, and again, I'm gonna throw this into my bowl that's got my dry. And then I have all my ingredients set out, and this way I don't miss anything. All right, so let's see. Salt. I just barely have a teaspoon left in this container. That worked out great. All right, so next step. 
says preheat skillet. Well, why not use the cast iron that I just seasoned? Combine ingredients in a bowl and mix until it's combined. It'll be lumpy and that's okay. All right, great. So here we go. I'm going to use my Pyrex. Um, I love these Pyrex. They make me happy. So pour my flour. Um, pour my salt baking powder, baking soda. I'm going to mix those together first to make sure it's good and incorporated. So I just got a little whisk I'm going to use to mix up the flour, the baking soda, the sugars. And I am pretty certain I didn't put the sugar in it. So let's go back. I missed a step there. Uh, double tasking will do that to me. So let's one last time get these dry ingredients. So three tablespoons of sugar. So what happened is because I put out all my ingredients on the counter, I saw that the sugar was still unopened. And that made me remember I need to make sure that I put, put the sugar in there. So I can get that in right now while I'm still mixing the dry ingredients. And then that container is open so I know that I've used it. Okay. All right, so we are mixing up the solid ingredients. Those are good and whisked together. Then I'm gonna move to a wooden spoon. This one actually has a little silicone tip, uh, but it works great for baking. So I'm gonna pour my sourdough discard and the silicone, the silicone tip to this spoon is gonna help me scoop off and like scrape off the extra sourdough so I don't leave any in the bowl. Okay, beautiful. And then I'm going to slightly mix that around. And then go ahead and throw my two eggs in here. No shells. Kind of break those, break those up in the in the bowl. Just give this a good mix until it is lumpy. Okay, so the recipe says five minute prep, so. I don't know how close we are to five minutes, but I'm still prepping. I don't think they consider the time to locate the ingredients and use strategies to uh, make sure you don't forget ingredients in the prep time, but hey, we're human. It works. All right, so almost done. It's looking kind of lumpy. Definitely smelling the sourdough. And um, I make my own um, homemade vanilla extract, and so I'm gonna throw a little bit in there. Just because I think it'll give it a nice little extra taste. This is where somebody told me that I have a gift because they're like, when I do things from instinct, it, it typically turns out pretty good. Of course, years of practice, trial and error helps too. And then I'm gonna throw in a little cinnamon. So I put a little vanilla flavor, just, I don't know, if I had to gauge it, I'd say about a teaspoon and then a good couple shakes of cinnamon. And now, y'all, this batter is smelling so good. Oof, 
Okay, that's got a very, a very nice smell to it too. All right, here we go. So the batter is stirred and ready to go. I'm going to grab my homemade butter and let's get to cooking with that. Okay, butter out. And here's just pancakes. I do use a metal spatula because I'm working with cast iron. So I'm just going to butter up my pan, turn the heat on obviously, and then put some butter in there and then start cooking the pancakes. Uh, one of the first uh, meals my mom taught me how to cook was pancakes. I'm gonna move this uh, over closer to me so you can hear me still. But yeah, she taught me pancakes and the I was having real trouble with my very uh childlike mind I wanted I wanted precision so I wanted to know exactly how long do you um leave it on one side and exactly what is it supposed to look like to flip it and so she would let me try it and then she'd give me tips so now normally the first pancake if it turns out really well then that's a plus, but normally the first pancake is a test pancake, so I'm gonna have a, um, a plate over here just for this first pancake. So if it turns out great, then I'll have that for breakfast. All right, so heating up the pan, just moving around the butter on there to make sure it's good and buttery. And then here we go. I'm gonna use my Pyrex, which has a little pour ledge and pour in the first pancake. And it was a really good call that I offered some of this to coworkers because, y'all, this is a ton of batter, which I thought it was going to be based on the measurements. So meanwhile, uh, <clears throat> while I'm waiting on my pancake, I'm going to go ahead and start throwing in these bowls and spoons and whisks and cups into the dishwasher. And I'll, I'll have that running while I'm off at work. So inspecting my pancake looks good. It's still pretty uh, flat on the top, so wait for it to show some signs of bubbles. And then I'll test out the edges of it in a little bit. But 
the main idea is, you know, just like, I don't know, to me, just like corporate work where it's best to get multiple tasks done at the same time. It's like that with homesteading because you don't want to just, if you're in a hurry, like during the week, you don't want to just solely focus on that one task. You want to get a few things done at once. On the weekend, the gloves are off and I will just savor putting together meals. I'll savor making ingredients like the butter, um, etc. But when it's in the morning, you gotta, you just gotta move. Plus, looks like I'm getting a good bit of exercise too. Moving around, getting everything put up now. So that way, we've got a clean surface when I come home tonight, which is a gift to me. So just like uh, when you make your bed you're really doing a service for yourself because you get to come back to a well-made bed. And the same with uh, doing some cleaning as you go. So that, you know, once you're, once you're done cooking, you're not so exhausted that you can't muster the energy to clean things up. So it's just good at the same time. Okay, so I have all of my ingredients put up. Just the last couple things right here. Pancake looks like it's getting a little bubbly on top, which is nice. Put my sunflower oil. And it's fun. I can tell my sourdough is active because this little pancake is really getting fluffy. And then my coffee's ready. So I'm gonna go ahead and press that. It takes just a second and then pour my coffee so I can enjoy that while I'm wrapping up these pancakes. So there were two, two people at work. Uh, three come to mind just because uh, this one person ends up buying food from me, so I'll bring a third pancake. But yeah, I'm getting good and bubbly up top. So I'm gonna take my spatula and I'm going to look at the bottom. Oh yeah. And y'all, this doesn't stick at all. Just flip that pancake. And this first pancake is going to be a winner. I'm surprised. I am very surprised, but hey, it's a good surprise. Fix up my coffee. That's going to be my pancake. And I like real fluffy pancakes with the edges, not uh, crispy. The secret to fluffy pancakes where the edges aren't crisp is to reduce your butter or oil. And the first pancake typically has a little crusty edge because of um, me trying to get my, you know, my um, oil ratios right. So, but I mean, it's just like just barely. So it's gonna be delicious. Oh my gosh, this looks so good. I'm already thinking that I could uh, put some blueberries in this next time and have some blueberry sourdough discard pancakes. Freaking delicious. All right, so I'm gonna make my coffee here. It looks like my first pancake is about done. So if I were seriously just cooking one pancake for myself, I'd be finished right now. But as it stands, I've got a few more to make, so I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Set mine aside as the first one. I learned with my 
uh, edges just to put a little tiny bit of butter in here for the next one. That's looking good. Using my metal spatula to get that stirred around. And then use my Pyrex with its pour, like there's a ledge for pouring. Go ahead and pour that in. It's almost like a spout on the side of the bowl. And to get that next delicious pancake ready. And this one I'll have to wash a little closer because the pan is definitely already hot. So it's gonna cook a little bit faster than the first one. And I have to monitor my heat and then turn that down if it looks like it's getting too hot too fast. So I'm gonna go ahead and sign off from here, finish up with these pancakes. I get everything packed up and ready to go. Thank you for stopping in and joining me this morning for um, first my morning routine and then secondly, testing out this new recipe. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll chat soon. Bye.